and welcome into another edition of the IdahoSports.com PrepCast, presented by Steve's Hometown Toyota. I'm your host, Brandon Bainey, and coming up on today's edition of the PrepCast, we're going to take a little bit of a step back from the spring sports scene and talk basketball and football. What could we possibly have to talk about with football? We are so far away from the football season. Well, Century High Junior Bruin Fleischman officially announced where he is going to play college football after his senior season. So we had a chance to talk to Bruin earlier this week, and we'll play that interview for you. Also, on today's edition of the PrepCast, New Middleton High School boys basketball coach Nate Hartman. He was hired as the new head man for the Vikings program on Monday. And we get into some really good hoops conversation with Coach Hartman. You'll want to stick around for that as well. But what about those spring sports, though? Well, a new feature on IdahoSports.com, our website, the IdahoSports.com Honor Roll, where we compile all of the best spring sports performances from the previous week of action. We've got tennis, track and field, golf, softball, and baseball all in one place for you from uh, way up north in Sandpoint all the way over to that Oregon border and over to the eastern part of the state. We cover everything and uh, highlight the best spring sports performances each Monday morning with a new edition of the IdahoSports.com Honor Roll. Friendly reminder, if you are a parent or a fan or a coach and you want to nominate one of your athletes for the Honor Roll, all you have to do is send me an email. My email address is brandon at idahosports.com. That's Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-O-N, at idahosports.com. Just put honor roll in the subject line, and uh, we'll do our best to get your athlete uh, onto the honor roll list. So that's a new feature every Monday on idahosports.com. That's where you'll see all of your spring sports action. We've got the baseball and softball coaches polls that come out each week. Gives you an idea of who's really standing out in terms of the spring sports landscape there. And, of course, our scoreboard with all the baseball and softball scores on a nightly basis. So really all that spring sports coverage, head on over to our website, idahosports.com. All right, without further ado, let's dive in to this week's edition of the PrepCast. Up first, Century High Junior, Bruin Fleischman. Big week for Bruin. Joined now on the IdahoSports.com PrepCast by Bruin Fleischman, who's putting the finishing touches on what's been an outstanding junior season of athletics at Century High School in Pocatello. Bruin, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Big news for you this week in terms of what you're going to do after high school. What decision did you reach? I committed to the United States Air Force Academy for a football scholarship. So take us through the recruiting process. There were obviously a lot of teams lined up for your services. Uh, So Air Force was the first team to offer me back in January. And then I had Montana State come through and Army West Point, and those were my three offers. And I decided to go with Air Force because it kind of reminded me of home, that whole uh, Colorado Springs. And I kind of want to get the process over with. And so Air Force is the spot for me and props to the other schools that uh, came and offered me. So you mentioned Montana State University, your older brother, Titan. He's a senior this year. He'll be going there to play offensive line next year. Was he involved in the recruiting pitch for the Bobcats? Yeah, he was a big uh, push for the Bobcats, and he, I, uh, I really like playing with them throughout uh, my entire career of football so far, and it was kind of hard to tell him no, that I'm not going to go play with him, and that was tough. But I think we both decided it's best for both of us to go do our own things, and that's ultimately why I made the decision was to do my own thing. So Titan made a position change, went from tight end to offensive tackle. You did the same. We went into the season thinking you might be at quarterback for Century High, and then after one game you went out to wide receiver and had a great season. Uh, what was the the thinking behind that and, and the transition that Coach Hobson and you made there? 
Uh, so the thinking was that we'd have a few more threats out at the wide receiver spot, and we kind of have an air raid offense, so it worked out better. And our quarterback that uh, played the season for us, he did great, and he was a perfect fit for it. And so it kind of worked out well, and it was just kind of something we needed to have that first game where I played quarterback to see that I would be better if I was a receiver and we moved a new quarterback in. Yeah, so McKeon Romrell uh, was a junior this past season as well. So you'll be back and he'll be back, and yep. then there's going to be a lot of holes to fill in. Yep. How, how do you think it's going to go in, in bringing those younger players along? Uh, well, I think it'll be different because we I think we only have three returning starters, uh, three or four. And so it'll be definitely hard to, but I'm kind of excited to get a fresh new class in there and get, get moving on with uh, being a team captain and whatnot. Yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting. Uh, have you had any talks with the Air Force staff about what they see you playing position-wise in college? Yeah, so they uh, see me playing as tight end, and that's what I kind of played this year, tight end, wide receiver, and both of which I really like playing. So so will you try to be in line at tight end a little more this season to, to get those reps, or will you be more in the slot? Uh, probably be in more of the slot, but we also have a coaching change, so we're getting a new head coach, so it's kind of hard to tell if if we are going to run the same offense or what that's going to be. And we still don't know who the head coach is. So I'm a little unsure of how the offense and defense is going to look for that matter. Yeah, and that's the thing. Uh, coach Hobson uh, did resign, and you'll be looking for a new coach. Now, you play basketball as well. It was a great season this past year. Such a tough district, though, where only yeah. one team got to go, and probably all three teams should have been at state. Uh, how do you feel about uh, how things are going to go on the basketball floor? Again, you guys had a lot of seniors this year. Yeah, uh, I think basketball will be good. Uh, I think we kind of came out in this uh, whole – our district was really hard, and I agree with what you said, that all the teams could have made state in any other district. And so I think basketball would be nice to have a fresh new start there and be a team captain as, as well as uh, football. All right, so uh, we are actually uh, doing this interview here at a track meet at Highland High School. So track, you uh, throw the shot put and the discus. Uh, you are in the leaderboard in, in the 4A ranks in terms of uh, shot and disc. How have things been going so far in track? Uh, they've been going pretty good so far. i uh, just throwing right now, and I really like that. We have a four by one relay today with all the big boys and all the throwers at Century, so I'm excited for that. And it'll be kind of a tough day to throw in with all this uh, rain out here, but it should be a good day. All right, so you said a four by one with the big fellas? Yep, four by one with the big boys from Century. <laughs> Who's running anchor on that? Uh, it, I think it's either going to be me or another guy. I don't know. <laughs> That'll be pretty interesting. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, Titan also throws shot yes, put and disc. Yeah, he's on the ring. And you've got better throws so far this year yeah so my discus is a few feet farther than titans and then a shot put we go at it like some meets he gets me other meets i get him so we're uh ranked one and two for our district right now so we're both looking like we're gonna make state yeah what's that like having an older brother that's only a, a year older than you that can really um fuel things uh it's nice because it kind of drives that competitive nature between us we always kind of want to just do it better than each other and so it ultimately made us really competitive from a young age all the way till now. I know your parents were involved in the recruiting process and making sure you guys got a good fit. Talk a little bit about all the work that your mom and dad have done throughout the years for you in Titan. Uh, they put in a lot of work especially like feeding us and stuff they've always wanted us to be big and so uh, eating is something they really like they really like uh, tell us to do a lot and then we <clears throat> Uh, my mom, she uh, committed early to Idaho State University when she was playing basketball, and so it's kind of a thing that we're going to commit early, and Titan committed to Bozeman, Montana, to Montana State University early as well, just like I did with Air Force. 
Yeah, so what's a typical diet for a Fleischmann boy? <laughs> uh, a lot of food, a lot of food. It kind of depends on the day, but usually if we don't get second or third helpings at the family meal, it's a disappointment. <laughs> yeah, they might ask if you're sick or if something's yeah. wrong, <laughs> for sure. All right, let's talk about Air Force Academy uh, in terms of a military career. Yeah. What, what do you see yourself doing? Uh, so as I said before, I really want to do something different than what my family has in like this, like my school and Air Force Academy is the perfect spot for that. And so I'm kind of interested in the Space Force. And so I might go that path, but I don't see myself being a pilot. That's not really why I went and chose uh, Air Force. I kind of just want to go down there and get a military, just do something in the military. And I've had aunts and uncles that uh, went to the Naval Academy. So it's kind of like in my family tradition that uh, we go to the Academy. So. Well, and you said uh, the Army uh, was also looking at you for football, and and were you exploring, maybe thinking about what you could do in an Army career versus Air Force? Yeah, so uh, with Army versus Air Force, it was kind of a, it was a different decision just because they were both academies, and it's not a typical college lifestyle, but I picked Air Force just because it's uh, a little bit different than my overall family and what we've all done, and uh, it's kind of closer to home, and it kinda, that whole campus and stuff reminds me of home, so Air Force was my choice because of that. Well, we're certainly excited to see what you do for another year at Century High School, just a junior. And like you said, it's nice to kind of get that decision out of the way. People aren't asking you every day. Your phone probably has stopped uh, ringing and getting texts. How does it feel to be kind of done with it? It feels good, and I know I made the right decision. So that all of that comes together, and it just makes it a lot easier, and I can just go out and enjoy my uh, football and basketball season with that new head coach in football and a brand new, just not many returning seniors. And I think I'll have a good year because of it. And like you said, being a captain in, in all three sports will be yeah. nice as well. Yeah. So uh, Bruin Fleischman, tight end receiver on the football team, forward slasher. I call you a slasher because you're so great at driving <laughs> to the basket and scoring inside on the basketball team. Shot put and discus store for track and field. Good luck in the track season and, and all of next year as well. Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. Big thanks to Bruin Fleischman, Junior Century High School, for joining me on the PrepCast. Yeah, I, I tracked him down. <laughs> I tracked him down at a track meet at Highland High School in Pocatello on Thursday afternoon. Yeah, he was getting ready to go throw the discus, and I, I just grabbed him for you know ten minutes and and talked to him for a little bit. So thank you, Bruin, for for fitting me into your schedule. By the way, at that track meet at Highland High School, no surprise, Bruin and Titan, his older brother. They finished first and second in the shot put. Bruin won the shot put with a throw of 45 feet, 7.5 inches. Titan took second with 45 feet, 4 inches. So Bruin said it in the interview. He and Titan kind of go back and forth all season long on the shot put. I guess it was Bruin's day on Thursday in Pocatello. Uh, In the discus, Bruin finished fifth with a throw of 124 feet, 7 inches. Titan Fleischman took ninth with a throw of 110 feet, one inch. But I know you guys are really interested in how that big man four by one relay team did, right? Well, they actually did okay. You know, they came in first in their heat. It wasn't uh, the, the varsity heat, quote unquote, the top heat, but they did take first place in their heat with a time of 50.21 seconds. That's actually not bad for, for throwers. Uh, the question was who was going to run the anchor leg on that four by one relay. Well, it wasn't Bruin Fleischman and it wasn't Titan Fleischman either. Titan ran the first leg. Bruin ran the second leg. Jackson Tuia ran the third leg. And then Jaden Tuia 
was the anchor. So a pair of brothers there for Century High in the weight man's relay, the 4 by one So we had a lot of fun talking to Bruin, and of course he's only a junior, so you're going to hear the name Bruin Fleischman a lot over the next year and change for Century High School and then you know, the Air Force Academy, we are very excited to see how Bruin represents the state of Idaho at the Division One level. Very excited there. Let's switch gears now. It was also a big week for Nate Hartman, the interim boys basketball coach at Idaho Falls High School this past season. Uh, he officially got the Middleton boys basketball coaching job on Monday. So it's been a busy week for Nate. He's already uh, sold the house, bought a house, and getting ready for the family to move from Idaho Falls, where he's at now, over to Middleton in uh, the western part of the state. Before we get to our interview with Nate Hartman, though, I want to remind you that the prep cast on IdahoSports.com is presented by Steve's Hometown Toyota in Ontario, where for the 18th straight year, they've been named Toyota's President's Award winner for outstanding customer service. Don't forget to check out Steve's hometown Chevrolet, Buick, GMC in Fruitland, and Steve's hometown Motors in Weezer. The Steve's hometown dealerships proud to support the hometown student athletes as sponsor of the PrepCast here on IdahoSports.com. All right, without further ado, we're going to talk some basketball now with new Middleton coach Nate Hartman. Joined now on the IdahoSports.com PrepCast by Nate Hartman, the new head coach at Middleton High School. Congratulations on the job. Uh, how excited are you to take over the boys' basketball program at Middleton High? I'm super excited. Uh, really looking forward to it. My family and I are excited to get moved over, get you know engaged and involved in the community. And I can't wait. You know, I'm looking at the schedule, waiting for looking for games. You know, I'm I'm excited for summer basketball. I'm excited for and to tip off. I just got to look at the schedule, and you know, I'm eager to get going. So you are in Idaho Falls currently where you coached the Idaho Falls High School boys basketball program. It was kind of a, a unique situation, though. Uh, describe, if you can, for our viewers and our listeners, uh, the situation with the Idaho Falls boys basketball program this past year. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it was my third season at Idaho Falls High School and my second season Um Technically, in February was when I was told by Coach Howard Hart that he was diagnosed with cancer. February of of uh, the nineteen twenty season, but he was pretty sick all season long. So, in my second season, um, I I kind of took over, you know, behind the scenes a little bit and and ran things while Coach, uh, you know, kind of fought through cancer. And he, you know, he did the best he could. He showed up to games and um, you know he showed up to the practices when he could um, to the state tournament that year and, and had a successful season at 21 season the next year um, he went through cancer treatment was set to come back and then late October um, he had another scan found out the cancer was back um, and so I knew it was a possibility that I could you know kind of run it on an interim basis uh, I had that mindset but then kind of shifted that mindset when he was you know going to come back and um, then had a quick flip that switch and, and get that mindset back to be an interim coach. So I found out in October, we had tryouts a couple weeks later in November and, you know, we did the best we could. I was proud of the kids for, you know, dealing with, uh, COVID and a situation where, you know, their, their head coach, uh, you know, needed to take some time for his health. Yeah, Howard Hart, the coach at Idaho High School, uh, Idaho Falls High School. I asked you, uh, we did a, a one of your games for IdahoSports.com back in February, I think, and I asked you how Coach Hart was doing. Have you have you talked to him recently? Yeah, um, he's doing well. He's home. 
Um, he's done with the cancer treatment, with the stem cell treatment. He was in Salt Lake for uh, a long period of time getting all that done. Um, so I think he's doing well. I mean, you know, his body's got to recover. He's, he told me he's waiting to get the COVID vaccination before he can do a whole lot. Um, but his plan is, and his doctor's plan is that he'll be back teaching uh, in the fall. He stepped down as the the basketball coach just you know, with all that's going on and and his health uh, being the, the main priority. But it looks like he'll be back in the classroom teaching and, and he's doing pretty well. So I'm, I'm happy for him. That is such great news to hear and, and yeah. our, our thoughts and go out to Howard and his family. So, okay, so Idaho Falls High School had an opening. Did they contact you about becoming the full-time actual varsity coach? Lloyd, the athletic director, is you know he's he's a great guy he's a great leader um he's good to work with um i had applied to the middleton job before i really knew what was going to go on at idle falls high school um you know and it was a situation where i saw it a, a good fit um and a good move uh, for my family and i so ultimately we decided to uh, go the middleton route so how quickly did this thing come together with middleton um, it was, I got a call back in February asking, kind of gauging my interest in the job. Um, and I actually submitted my application in February. So I waited um, about two months um, before I interviewed. So I interviewed last Thursday um, and then interviewed an office, got to meet some kids, work with some kids on the floor. And then Monday, the following Monday, I got the call um, and was offered the job. I accepted it right away. Uh, we listed our house Friday, sold it Saturday, bought a house this last Tuesday, and we're just trying as quick as possible to get over there and, and get settled in. Yeah, real estate market right now is is wild. So I'm sure, yeah, you had no problem selling your house, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, well, exactly. talk, yeah. Yeah. Let's Okay, so let's talk about, it. yeah, it, it was kind of uh, known for a while that the Middleton job was going to be open because Andy Harrington, who was the coach there, yeah. uh, has taken a job at Owyhee High School, the new high school in West Ada. So did that did that help you? Uh, knowing that this position was open, you, you said you applied all the way back in February. Yeah, yeah, it was helpful. I mean, I didn't know, you know, I knew Owyhee was opening. Um, when I got the call asking my interest, I didn't know that Andy was the one that had gotten the job. Um, obviously at that point I, I did know, but Andy's a good friend and that helped as well. You know, I, I could have conversations with him about, um, you know, the Middleton program and someone that I trust and respect. And obviously they're coming off a state championship. Um, and so my interest was peaked right away. You know, it was something that I, I definitely wanted to do. Um, we lived over in the area for a couple of years. So for a chance for us to get back, it was, uh, you know, a huge win. And, and I think the program's in a great place. Obviously, it's a state championship program. There's a great foundation laid. Um, and I hope to, you know, take some new things into the program and also continue to build up what's already there um, and, and really build, a, you know, that sustainable success at Middleton High School. We're talking to Nate Hartman, the new head boys basketball coach at Middleton High School. So you've spent the last three years in Idaho Falls. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Where were you at before that? Where were you uh, born and raised? So I'm actually from Pocatello. Um, I believe you're in Pocatello, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I remember having that conversation that before the Skyline. I'm from Pocatello. I went to Highland High School, um, 
played for Chris Frost, and I actually got to play for Greg Evans as well. He was a longtime coach at Pocatello High School, um, legendary high school coach in Idaho, won the last state championship at Pocatello High School. Um, so he came over my senior year, so I got to play for um, what I would consider in Chris Frost and Greg Evans, you know, two two coaching legends in Idaho. Um, learned a ton from and knew, you know, even as a senior that I wanted to coach, had some opportunities to play in college, passed them up for a couple other things. Um, I spent the 2015-16 season at Idaho Falls High School uh, as the head freshman coach. Um, had a great team that year. It was actually the team that won state as seniors. I had them as freshmen. Um, so a couple of them went up and played JV, you know, but I got to got to coach that group. And then we moved. I finished a master's degree. We actually lived over in the Boise area. Um, and then, you know, those those kids that I'd coached had a tough junior year. I was trying to get back. Um, we had the goal with them as freshmen to win a state championship. Um, you know, I called Coach Hart, told him, you know, hey, I can come back to Idle Falls if there's a spot for me. And, you know, he was gracious and willing to, you know, have me right on the varsity staff. And we won the state championship that first year in the 18-19 season. Then a couple of players basketball came back the next season so my third season had another 21 season another trip to state and then this last year my fourth year at Idle Falls was my interim uh my interim year so four years at Idle Falls high school um but I've had some some great mentors along the way um you know Hall of Famer coach George Raveling has been somebody you know that has been a mentor to me he's you know if you guys Anybody listening to this, if you haven't heard of, you know, Coach Rav, I, I suggest looking him up. He's got Dr. King's original I Have a Dream speech. Um, he was one of the security guards on stage with them, one of the first African-American coaches. Um, I think it was the Pac-8 at the time. He spent some time in Iowa, USC, Washington State. Um, so I've got to talk a lot of basketball with him and learn from him along the way. And also um, Phil Beckner, who uh, is a player development coach in the NBA, kind of notorious for uh, being a little trainer. Um, I've got to, you know, spend some time, you know, around him and learning from him. He was at Boise State. So I got to go to a couple of Boise State practices when we lived over there um, and, you know, kind of learn from Phil. So I feel like I've, I've had some really good uh, mentors and really smart people, um, you know, around the game of basketball, but also in life that I've been able to learn from. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah, anytime you can get uh, one-on-one time with Damian Lillard, you're probably going to pick up some things for sure. Uh, yeah. Talk right. talk about Coach Raveling. Where did you where did you cross paths with him? Yeah, so kind of a crazy story. So um, I was actually my my grandparents live in Idaho Falls. I was a college student. Uh, we were over there for dinner. Uh, we were digging around in the basement. My brother was actually looking for Monopoly, um, and he pulls out this notebook. Uh, I had known who coach was and he, he pulls out this notebook in, in like mint pristine condition um, from his days at Washington state. It was called, you know, as Cougar camp. And it was a note from one of my, my grandparents' kids had gone to this camp that coach Rav put on um, at Washington state and Pullman. And they had this notebook just sitting downstairs. I mean, this was from late seventies, early eighties. I, think if I remember right and it it was awesome you know you got these old graphics and you've got them teaching the shooting motion and there's this pointed elbow out and it's walking through all these things and I just I sent coach Rav a message on Twitter actually with a picture of it and I said hey 
you know, look what I found. I don't know if you're, you know, you're interested in getting this, but I'd be willing to, you know, send it your way. Cause I know that he collects things. He's got, you know, Dr. King's speech, he, you know, he's got all these cool documents and he's kind of this, you know, historian um, himself. And he messaged me back and said, absolutely. Um, I would love that. And I said, under one condition, I said, can you, can I please just have a conversation with you on the phone? Uh, just pick your brain a little bit, ask you some questions. Um, and he, he, you know, absolutely gave me his phone number. Um, we talked a couple times on the phone through the years. Um, and then in August of 2016, he invited me out to Los Angeles, uh, to his office out there. So I got to go spend about two hours with him. Um, he gave me a couple books. Um, and now to this day, we we're kind of pen pals in the sense that we exchange books. We send books to each other every couple months and, um, you know, I keep in touch with him, ask him questions. I, I mean, he's mid eighties at this point. I hope at some point I can get back down to Los Angeles and see him, but you know, with COVID it's been a little difficult, but you know, he's been somebody that's just really, really cool to learn from. That's an awesome story. That's, that's pretty yeah. incredible. Uh, what I really like about you, Nate, is you're like a sponge. You're always absorbing more information and you're not set by these rigid guidelines of this is how I'm going to run my basketball yeah. team. You're, you're open to experimenting with things. Is there, is there a yeah. base though with your coaching style and philosophy? Is there a base that you work from? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, there's, there's so much information out there and sometimes as basketball coaches, we just, we want to take in everything and we want to do everything and we want to run everything. Um, but there's really a couple areas, um, I mean, offensive and defensively, I mean, under the surface, you know, I do have some core principles and some core values when it comes to, you know, on the offensive end and defensive end. Um, and this is one thing that I've always has always stuck with me. And it actually came from coach is to be great at the things that happen a lot on the basketball floor. There's a lot of things that happen often, for example, on, on the offensive end, screening, passing, cutting, shooting. Those things are happening often, not the five dribble combo moves, not the fadeaway jumpers. You know, those things show up on the highlights, but they're not the things that are happening a lot. Um, and so I really, you know, I really want to focus on and be great at the things that happen a lot. I want to move the ball, move people, space the floor offensively. And ultimately, I mean, offensively, ultimately, it's about creating advantages for your players. Um, how many times can I get the defense to close out? You know, I think if I can get them to close out more than once on an offensive possession, I think we'll win that possession. Um, the thing about high school basketball, and, and I think what makes really great high school basketball coaches is you got to be you got to be able to adjust and tweak a little bit. Just we're not recruiting players, right? We're not recruiting to a system. Um, you you play the hand you're dealt. So um, I have motions that I like. Uh, I really like Jay Wright at Villanova. Um, we had that conversation a couple months back, kind of about those Villanova fundamentals that I really try to focus on in, in our four out one in kind of motion action. Um, you know, ball screens and post ups are a way to score out of that four four out one in. Um, but playing off of two feet, you know, you watch Johnny Juzang in the NCAA tournament for UCLA. Um, you know, the majority of his finishes were off of two feet, um, and that's something that I believe in. I've been getting a you know, attacking the paint, getting a paint, paint touch and being shot ready. Um, and then there's things that we'll tweak. So we've got a couple base motion, um, kind of read and react, you know, teach the kids that play, teach them some fundamentals. Uh, and then I do like to run series um, at one, four high sets, a little bit of the two garden motion from John Beeline, um, a little Princeton inspired action 
Um, and again, it depends on some of the personnel you have. In a similar story, um, be great at the thing happen a lot in front of you. Jump to the basketball, go out cutters, uh, close out, box out, limit to one shot. Um, and, and, you know, if my teams will play, it, you know, if they'll play defense, if they'll get up and defend, then I'll give them more freedom on the offensive um, you know, if we'll be you know tough and quick and talk and kind of dig the tempo defensively, then I'll give them a little more freedom on the offensive end. Um, so there, there are some base things. I do like to study things and share things just, you know, cause it's fun to connect with coaches and, and learn different things, but yeah, there's definitely a base in there. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned Johnny Juzang at UCLA. I'm wearing my UCLA shirt. Hey, yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> Man, what a what a all, what a run they went on in the tournament, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's all about the audience, right? I saw that. I thought you'd appreciate that. They did. I mean, <laughs> you know, they they did what they were good at. And the, the interesting thing is, you know, a lot of people thought that Gonzaga UCLA game was the best game of the tournament, which, you know, I agree in the sense of if both teams were playing their style of basketball, right? I mean, Mick Cronin plays a different style of basketball than Mark Few. And UCLA is walking the ball up the floor and using the shock and, you know, running Juzang off those baseline uh, baseline down screens and running the high pick and roll. And they ran some stuff out of the horn set. And Gonzaga's getting the ball and pushing it up the floor with Suggs, right? He's extremely athletic. He's getting the ball up the floor. There's three that, you know, Timmy, you know, versatile and at the rim. So that game was fun to just see this clash of styles, Um and there's a lot of different ways to win. I mean, you look at uh, Tony Bennett, one at Virginia a couple of years ago, um, you know, running the mover blocker and playing the pack line. And Roy Williams, you know, had a couple of championships in Carolina playing, you know, up and down transition basketball with some versatile bigs. So there's a lot of different ways to win. But but one thing I, you know, I appreciate about coaches and one of the hardest things to do as a coach, just with all the information out there is to uh, you know, what do you believe in? Dial that down, um, get your team to buy into that and then execute that at a high level. That's a great philosophy to have for sure. Real quick. I want to mention, uh, you were the interim coach this past year at Idaho falls. So if I understand correctly, none of those wins and losses actually apply to your record career wise, right? That's, that's all coach Hart. Yeah. Those go back to coach Hart. He was the program director director and the coach on record you know so in all the programs it was listed as coach hard and you know those were those were his wins and losses so um you know hopefully i didn't didn't hurt his feelings by giving him a few extra some of those losses but you know we won as many games as we could and, and did as good as we could so yeah i'm starting fresh i guess I'm starting fresh in middle high school that's right. Zero and zero. And that, that was the confusing part, too, is because you have Hart and Hartman. Right. And I'm like, is this the same guy, two different guys? What, what's going on here? So, but, yeah. The funny thing was, is we went over to Thunder Ridge and, and Coach Tolson said, you know, how's your dad doing? And I'm like, whoa, hold on. He's, he's not. It's not my dad. It's not. You know, I get it. It's Hart, Hartman. It's both H-A-R-T. Um, so I do think there was quite a bit of confusion there, but there was no no relation. It just kind of came together that way. What's got you most excited about going to Middleton and taking over there? Uh, you know, when I was kind of in the interview process, I just felt, um, you know, talking with administration and talking about basketball and athletics in general, I just felt the, you know, the word culture is thrown around a lot, kind of this climate and um, this desire to win, a desire to win, desire to get better. 
um, you know, that, that athletics are student athletes, of course, but athletics play a huge part in that education of, of these young kids and these minds. And, and that just got me kind of pumped up and fired up to, you know, you're going to have the support to get in there and get going. Um, and also the group coming back. I mean, you know, they won the state championship last year and they have some key pieces of that group coming back. Um, and so that, you know, that's fun to, to come back and put it together. Um, the expectations are high, but I would have it no other way. Um, you know, we want those expectations. We'll embrace them. Um, you know, we'll get together as a team and, and set our individual goals and set our team goals and, and get things rolling. Um, it's also nicer weather over there. So I'm excited to get back and hopefully, you know, enjoy a little less wind and, and play a little, little bit more golf earlier in the season. Yeah, over there in that Boise banana belt. It's going to be nice, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You know how it goes. <laughs> For sure. Middleton, the defending 4A state champs in boys basketball. Tyler Medeiros, uh, the only returning starter. He'll be a senior at center, but that bench crew was yeah. mostly underclassmen. So you've got a good nucleus to build around. Nate yeah, Hartman, exactly. the new head boys. Yeah, exactly. The uh, the new head boys basketball coach at Middleton High School, Nate Hartman. Thank you so much for joining us. I, I feel like I could talk to you for like three hours about hoops. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll have to we'll have to catch up. I know we'll have to catch up another time. You know, you get me talking hoops. It's the same thing. I could go on forever. I, you know, my wife hears about it all day, so I'm sure she appreciates you know me spending some time talking to someone else about it as well. So we'll have to. We'll have to connect on the side and, and talk a little bit more, but I appreciate this. I appreciate your time, uh, all your coverage, everything that you do and fun getting to know you. And I look forward to kind of continuing this relationship. That sounds great. Well, good luck uh, with the move and good luck with the new job. And yeah, we'll be in touch, Nate. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Big thanks again there to Nate Hartman, formerly of Idaho Falls High School, now the new boys basketball coach at Middleton. Uh, Internet broke up a couple of times, but you can tell that he just like he consumes the game of basketball. I could sit and talk hoops with Coach Hartman for like, I bet, three hours, and it would feel like three minutes. Like that's how much uh, fun we have talking about basketball, and that's how, you know, he's a very easygoing guy, very personable. I can see, you know, I can see why he's a head coach. He relates to people really well. So big thanks to Nate Hartman for joining us there. That'll do it for this edition of the IdahoSports.com PrepCast. You can find the PrepCast on our website, IdahoSports.com, as well as wherever you download your podcast. Podcasts from Apple, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find the IdahoSports.com PrepCast. Thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget a lot of these interviews that we do. For example, our interview with Coach Nate Hartman. That's also available on our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and type in IdahoSports.com. It'll take you right to our uh, YouTube channel. Uh, a lot of these coaches' interviews we upload there to YouTube. So if you want to see what Coach Hartman looks like, you want to see him demonstrating some of the basketball principles that he likes to teach. Yeah, he got he got involved in the interview today. You want to see me show off my UCLA shirt <laughs> in the video interview? Just go to our YouTube channel. And, and again, if you download our podcasts, whether it's from Apple or Spotify, Google, wherever, uh, please, if you would, please uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You know, give us a five-star rating if you feel like it. Uh, definitely want to subscribe because when once you've subscribed to the PrepCast, you don't have to go searching for it every week. When we upload a new episode... 
it'll be there for you. All you got to do is download it. And, and again, those help us as well. You know, the higher our numbers are, uh, the better we do with Apple and Google and the algorithms and, you know, big tech, all that good stuff. So please rate, review, and subscribe to the PrepCast. And uh, if you've got an idea for a guest that you want to be on the show or, or a topic you want us to tackle here on the PrepCast, just send me an email, brandon at idahosports.com, B-R-A-N-D-O-N at idahosports.com. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the idahosports.com PrepCast presented by Steve's hometown Toyota. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.